Welcome to Storytime for Littles with Abby. Today we're reading Maryland's Monster by Michelle Newt. Some of the kids in Maryland's class had monsters. It was the latest thing. Maryland didn't have a monster, not yet. You couldn't just go out and get one. Your monster had to find you. That's just the way it worked. Some kids woke up to find their monster had chosen them while they slept. Some kids got their monster on the way home from school, or on the bus, or in the park. Timmy's monster chose him right in the middle of a history test. At first, Marilyn wasn't even worried about it. Eventually, her monster would find her too. There were still a bunch of kids who didn't have monsters yet. But then, Franklin got his at the library. And Rebecca got hers while riding her bike. And Lenny, Lenny got his while he was running away from some mean older kids who kept thinking of him. Nobody picked on Lenny after more, any more after that. After a while, Marilyn was the only one left without a monster. She knew she wasn't supposed to go looking for him, but she kind of did anyways. She hung around the library, hoping. She poked around the playground, pretending not to look under the slide and behind the climbing bars. She watched the others with their monsters, playing, laughing, having fun, and never being alone. At night, when her room was dark and scary, Marilyn thought about how good it would be to have her monster there beside her. We're sure you'll get your monster soon, said her parents. I bet you'll never get one, said her brother. It probably came already, took one look at you, and ran the other way. Marilyn tried to be patient. She tried to believe her monster was still coming. She made sure she brushed her hair very carefully every morning and wore pretty clothes and smiled a lot and tried to look friendly and interesting and smart and fun to be around. She tried to be the kind of girl no monster could resist, but at the end of the week, her monster still hadn't come. She was afraid that maybe her brother was right. Maybe I'm better off without a monster, she told her friends. Deborah at school said, They seem a lot of work. Hmm, said Deborah. She didn't really seem to agree. Maybe your monster's just running late, said Margaret. Maybe it's invisible and it's been here all along and you didn't even notice it, said Jerome. That night in her room, Marilyn whispered into the scary dark. Are you invisible? Have you really been here all along? But if her monster was there, he didn't say so. Marilyn stopped trying to seem pretty and nice and friendly and fun all the time. She stopped looking around in the library and the playground after school. She started feeling mad. Where was her monster? What was taking him so long? She was so mad. Sometimes she thought maybe she really didn't want a monster. What was so great about monsters anyways? But they were pretty great. She could say they were. She wanted one more than she could say. That's it, said Marilyn one morning. I'm going to find my monster. You can't, said her brother. That's not the way it works. Maybe, said Marilyn. You don't really know. Maybe my monster is different. She put on her good walking shoes and packed a thermos of juice and a peanut butter and banana sandwich. Then she made a second sandwich and put that in her bag too. Marilyn went out and started looking. She didn't just kind of look. She really looked. She looked as hard as she could. See, she searched behind the stone lines and sat outside the library. She checked beneath the benches at the playground and the park. She went down the winding path through the woods and out into the big field with the wildflowers. She didn't see her monster. Marilyn stooped, stopped in the middle of the middle of the field. She closed her eyes and stood very still. She thought about trying to sing a beautiful song like the princess's movie did sometimes that made all the little animals come and sit on their shoulders. 
She thought about trying again to be patient and wait and hope that her monster would find her someday. Then she took a deep, deep breath and shouted in her loudest, loudest voice, Where are you? And then very softly she said, she heard a voice say, Here. Marilyn followed the voice. It was very quiet, but she could hear it very clearly. She followed across the field and into the woods and on the other side over to a tall tree. And there was her monster, half hidden among the leaves. I got lost, her monster said in the small, soft voice. And then I got scared. And then I got stuck. Her monster had two long, lovely wings. They were tangled and caught in the branches. Marilyn climbed up and very gently helped her monster get free. I can't, I can't hope when you come and find me, said her monster. I'm sorry it took me so long, Marilyn said back. They sat there together, had peanut butter in the mask, and were choosing fruits. When they were ready, Marilyn's monster lifted her up and flew her all the way back home. Oh, honey, said her parents, your monster found you at last. We found each other, Marilyn said. She and her monster smiled together. It's not supposed to work that way, her brother said. Marilyn just looked at him. She didn't think he was right about that. She thought there were a lot of different ways things could work. And that night when Marilyn went to bed, the dark didn't seem so scary. Marilyn wasn't sad or afraid or lonely. She was happy. Marilyn's monster was too. Sometimes we think things should be a certain way and that we have to follow certain rules, but sometimes there's a lot of different ways to do the right thing. And Marilyn found that out when she was looking for her monster.